0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: The following podcast is a dear media production. Hey, it's
2: Wendy. And it's Jess. And you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast, your online resource for
3: delicious and nutritious living. The world, how are y'all doing out there? Welcome to another episode of the Food Heaven Podcast. I'm here with Jess. What's going on, Boo Boo?
2: Hey, everybody! I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the question. Is like Joseph was like that is literally the question everyone asks. How are you holding up? How are you feeling <laughs> in the midst of Corona crisis? Yeah.
3: That's been the ongoing question. So, we've been thinking long and hard about how to connect with you all on a more personal note during these chaotic times. And so, we decided to launch a Food Heaven hotline in case you haven't heard already. We've been announcing it on social. So, basically, how it works is you call in and you leave your comment or your question, and we will play it on a future Food Heaven podcast episode. And so, so how it works is you call 833-366-3486. And we're going to leave this number in the show notes so that you can write it down. And yeah, I mean, try to keep the questions, you know, somewhat relevant to what the podcast is about, food, nutrition, business, you know, all that good Wellness, stuff. Wellness,
2: health at every size, inclusivity, culture.
3: Exactly. All of those things, all of the topics that we love to cover. And also like if you don't want your recording played on the episode, then don't leave it because whatever we get in there, we might publish. And so just keep that in mind. So today we're actually featuring our very first call and it ties into everything that's been going on these past few weeks. So we're going to go ahead and play that and then we'll
0: dive into the episode. Hi, Wendy and Jess. This is Sally Tamarkin, featured director at SELF. And I am, my social handle is at Sally T and I am calling to make a few comments. One of which is you both are the best as people and as dietitians and as writers. And I am thrilled every single time I get to edit something one of you wrote and you both write the most wonderful, accessible, voicey, delightful service that people need and that our audience love and that I love. And you may not feel comfortable sharing this on the podcast because it's just me loving on you both, but I figure I would share it. I hope it gets to you. I figure someone is reviewing these. I guess if I had to ask a question, it would be how are you each holding up during this whole pandemic and social distancing and everything? That's all I got. You two are truly the best and I just can't say enough how much I value working with you and how grateful I am for both of you and your work. Much love to you both.
2: Aw, that's so sweet. This literally, hearing this made my day, made my week, made my year, made my life. <laughs> yeah,
3: seriously. I emailed Sally as soon as I heard it and I was like, you literally just made my entire life right now. That was so yeah. sweet. Oh,
2: I know it's so sweet because it's like all the things that I care about, which is like not only nutrition, but I don't know if you guys know that I used to be a journalist before I was a dietitian and my dream was always to be a writer. So it's really fun to get to write now. I mean, I was a writer before, journalist before, but now that I transitioned to a career in nutrition for the past 10 years, it's amazing to get to bridge those two worlds. So that was so sweet when she complimented us not only on our nutrition contribution, but also our writing contribution as well.
3: Yeah. We love you, Sally. We love working with you. Thank you. you. And to answer your question, how are we holding up, girl? (laughs) You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) We're hanging in there. I mean, honestly, I've just been taking it day by day. This has been a lot. Like initially I was like, okay, you know, because I work from home, so it wasn't like too much of a difference in the beginning but then I would say like a few days ago because at this point I've been in the house for weeks because Mm. prior to you know like all the coronavirus like chaos that's been going on in the media. I was really, really sick. And I mean, who knows if it was like the coronavirus or not? I thought I had the flu, Um, but I was like locked up in the house in isolation for about a week because I was like going through it with the coughing and the fever and all that stuff. And then, you know, I recovered from that. And then I kind of just spent a week home to like get my body, like, it took a while for my body to um, just, like, recover and stuff. And then this, you know, all of this stuff broke out. So I feel like it's been maybe a month where I've been just like in social isolation.
2: Yeah, that's hard.
3: Yeah, it's really hard. A few days ago, I kind of lost it. I was just like, oh, my God, I need to just go to sleep because I was like, I felt like I was going crazy. And yeah, I was like on the phone with a few friends. I'm like, I'm kind of losing it right now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> feel like
3: i'm just stuck at home and that's what i always do though anytime i feel like overwhelmed or i have like major anxiety i just go to sleep and usually i feel better when i wake up so
2: i think the thing that is the most interesting will be the effects of coronavirus and this whole social isolation on mental health because i think there hasn't been anything like this before and i'm really yeah, curious to see and also scared <laughs> for how it's going to impact us not only on the short term but also on the long term. Like do you feel like there's going to be stuff that comes out and how this might not be like the healthiest practice or I mean I do think like it's worth I don't know. It's hard to say. I do think it's, if it is going to save lives, like in the short term, as far as we know, it seems to be like worth it. But yeah, I don't know in the long term. And I'm curious about that.
3: You mean like with the social distancing?
2: Yeah. Like especially people who are living alone, especially older folks living alone or people who don't have like big social networks. Like I think we're very lucky in the fact that we do have friends and To lean on during these times, even if it is just like in a virtual way, but there's so many people who maybe their only contact with other people might be going to work or going to a class at the gym, and to not have that might have negative effects. Yeah, for
3: sure. I mean, I'm just wondering how long this is going to last because right. from what I've read, I mean, I'm assuming the point of the social distancing is to slow down the rates of infection. And so hopefully this doesn't take months and months. I know in the United yeah. States, I mean, we really need to get our act together <laughs> because like it just seems like people are not taking this stuff seriously. Like they're not taking the social distancing serious. Enough. And Mm -hmm. um, I mean, in New York, especially, like the rates are mind blowing of infection. And so um, I'm just hoping that, you know, with us doing all of this, like, you know, we can get through this quicker so that it won't be something. That has to be forever. That drags out. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like two years. Is oh what my god. One of my friend said. Well, one of my friends who is a nurse said that they expect it to last for two cycles of the flu. So, like, in the, I guess the flu season is between April and May, and so maybe ending like towards May and then resurfacing again next flu season. I have no idea. Like, don't <laughs> quote me on that. That's just what I've heard. I don't know it's scary and hopefully that's not the case hopefully we can get through it together everybody but she's
3: saying like two years that we we have to do social distancing or just i
2: just two years to be worried about this so whether we do social distancing i have no idea but that it's not just going to magically disappear yeah like in like by what did trump say by easter
3: oh yeah (laughs) i know
2: oh my god okay let's not even make this a political (laughs) thing (laughs) The food has been anyway. spin off. <laughs>
3: Ever go shopping for makeup and skincare and wonder what ingredients are in your products? It can be hard to decipher what products are the right fit because there's an overload of information about safety when it comes to skin and makeup products. Enter our podcast sponsor for today, Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal healthcare products we use daily. Today Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer than their like-minded competitors. From moisturizers to makeup, cleansers to sunscreen, Beauty Counter is really at the forefront of using quality ingredients to create products that are effective and really work. Lately, I've been using their One Step Makeup Remover Wipes, which I absolutely love. They're so convenient and they use a naturally derived formula. So each wipe is super soft and it traps makeup dirt and impurities without the need to rinse. What I love is that Beauty Counter, they make products for the whole family. They have a rigorous ingredient selection process and advocate for more health protective laws for the beauty industry. For a limited time only, Beauty Counter is offering our listeners 10% off your first First purchase of $100 or more and that's going to be at beautycounter.com with promo code foodheaven. You're going to get 10% off your entire order of $100 or more at beautycounter.com but only if you use the code foodheaven and if you're wondering about the spelling it's beauty and then c-o-u-n-t-e-r.com and again that promo code is foodheaven. Restrictions
2: apply. All right let's get back into our episode. So how are you holding up? Like, I know we talked about this last week. So tune in. We gave some self-care tips. But now that it's been another week, I'm curious, like, what have you been doing to pass the time?
3: Well, I feel like I've done it all at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to redo my kitchen. I literally have someone coming to my house as soon as we finish recording this to... Give me a quote. Yeah. I mean, that's something I've been putting off for a while. So I'm getting started on that and I'm really excited about it. But yeah, I mean, what I've been doing, I've been cooking a lot and we could talk about that. You know, it ties into today's episode, but just cooking like a lot of different dishes. Um, I, yeah, it's been a lot of food. That's yeah. Lot of food. I've been seeing a lot of food. Photos. I it's literally so like today. I brought down a bag full of food to one of my best friends, BB, because she's upstairs with her. She lives r- right next door to me in the building across. So I brought down a bag like full of cooked food for her and her husband, and I kind of just left it by the stoop because I, you know, I wanted mm-hmm. to practice my little distancing and stuff. So I was like, "Here you go, girl. Enjoy," because all this food is gonna go bad. I've I've been making all types of Stuff, preserving food, cleaning, reading, everything, watching all the shows, doing a lot of, you know. So I didn't know. I recently discovered that you can FaceTime with multiple people. I know. I
2: know. A lot of y'all
3: might be like, girl, what planet have you been living on? But (laughs) I just discovered that thanks to Corona. So I've been doing these fun group chats on FaceTime with a bunch of my friends. And that's been really fun too.
2: Yeah, I know. I just discovered that as well. And we've been doing like the FaceTime group thing too. I know I was in one of your groups (laughs) and then (laughs) another one. (laughs) And then the Zoom thing. What did we do? Like some family games. We've been playing Black Card Revoked, which has been fun because you can play that. Like there's only needs to be one person who has the card as long as you're playing the majority rules game. So yeah, that's been really funny. And what else? I've been cooking as well. One thing, this is not a sponsored thing, but I have been obsessed with Sunbasket, mm. the meal delivery service. So basically, because it's hard to get groceries, you know, for obvious reasons, we just started this whole meal delivery kit thing. And the Sunbasket meals have been so amazing. It's <laughs> so easy. It's exactly what I like in food, like fresh, good flavors. We've been looking forward to it. So we've been doing that. Also, you know, cooking as well, other stuff. And one of the things I'm most excited about is I'm getting the puppy. Yes.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Your puppy is so cute. My puppy is so cute. I don't know. Okay, you guys send me a DM. I think I'll do a contest on Instagram. What name you guys think I should pick? Yosef says it should be Lockett. Oh,
3: I like that name. It's a girl.
2: That's a cute name. It's different. I was thinking Havana Ooh. or Marshmallow, but Marshmallow's <laughs> like, they're both the same amount of syllables, but Marshmallow just feels too long. Yeah. So I am curious. It's a girl. It, the breed is, it's called a teddy bear. It's a mixture of Shih Tzu and Maltese. And she's so cute. I don't have her yet. She's not ready to be adopted but I will have her after this podcast episode airs. So you won't be too late if you send me a DM by the time you hear this. And I'm a little scared because I haven't had a pet since I was a kid, but I've always wanted a dog and my husband was against it. And so finally I broke him down. He's like on the same page. He's not on the same page, but he's like, he just thinks because I travel a lot for work and for food heaven stuff. He's like, you can't just Expect me to take care of it, and you're like gone all the time. And I was like, no, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Oh man! But um, he'll fall in love with it. It'll be fine. Such a cute
3: dog. Coronavirus had Yosie take on a change of heart.
2: I know. I think it really is Corona because it's like, what else are we going to do? But then people are like, but what about after Corona? Don't worry, guys. It'll be okay. Like even after, like <laughs> I've been wanting this dog forever.
3: Well, can't wait to we'll see, see it. And I hope you don't leave everything on Yosie. <laughs> because
2: somebody got to walk that dog, honey. Okay. Listen, honey, I walk. I walk every day. First of all, no. No. Okay, here's the thing. My sister sent this text the other day. Hold on, let me find it. I was like dying laughing because she was saying that her daughter might want a dog. And she's like, oh man, I'm so mad because that's going to suck. But she was like, but if we get one, I'm picking it out. And she's like, small, don't smell, don't bark, don't play, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that's exactly what I'm looking for and the breed that I got is supposedly it's a very chill breed and it doesn't need to be I mean all dogs I think need to be taken out just for like intellectual stimulation but this one really can get enough exercise in the house it's not like one of those bigger dogs that you have to walk multiple times a day and I I walk at least once a day so I think it'll be fine
3: cool cool cool, cool. that's so exciting
2: So, I have a special guest here today. Tell everyone who you are.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Yosef, Jessica's wonderful husband.
2: <laughs> and I just have a question for you, babe. How often do I receive packages to the house in terms of like things from different brands, products to try?
1: At least every single day, but, uh, sometimes multiple times a day. Every time I come home from work, I can't even open the door because of all of the packages that are in the way.
2: Recently, there has been a package that you kind of hijacked and you are obsessed with. Can you tell everybody what that is?
1: Yes, it is called the Go Macro Bar. Um, And the reason why I've taken to it so much is because I find myself very hungry in between meals, uh, whether that be the three main meals or right before I'm going to bed. And this is a really good alternative just to kind of make sure that I have something that's not too heavy, but still definitely satisfies me. And then also it's actually delicious.
2: All right. You heard it from the horse's mouth. You guys have to try the Go Macro bars. They happen to be our podcast sponsor this week. They come in 16 mouthwatering flavors. My favorite has been the Cherries and Berries Sunny Uplift, which is delicious. But babe, I know you have your own flavor and... You've eaten almost all of them. What is that?
1: Uh, this is just a shout out to all of you chocolate fanatics. The one that you guys want to try is the double chocolate with peanut butter chips. Definitely satisfies that uh, desire whenever you're looking for something very chocolatey.
2: Go Macro bars are made from simple, high quality ingredients that are certified organic, vegan, and for those who have any dietary restrictions, gluten free, kosher, non-GMO, and soy free. Go Macro also has eight delicious bars that are certified FODMAP friendly. So any of you guys who have IBS, I know I work with a lot of patients who have irritable bowel syndrome. This may be a great choice for you. So check out GoMacro.com and use the promo code FOODHEAVEN for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. Again, that's GoMacro, G-O-M-A-C-R-O.com and use the code FOODHEAVEN for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. All right, back to the episode.
3: let's jump into reviews. So listen, y'all, we ain't playing with you. (laughs) You need to leave a review, but (laughs) we just launched a campaign to boost our reviews. Jess, can you share with our listeners what that's about and
2: what the goal is? Yes. So our goal was to get a thousand reviews by the end of the summer. Why do we want more reviews? Because it, helps our podcast reach more people. We believe in our message, obviously, and we think that you do too, because we know that thousands of you listen every week. So we're hoping that if even a fraction of you guys left a review, we could easily have a thousand uh, reviews. So last week we had 798. We asked you guys to leave a review. So this, well, as of today, when we're recording, which is a week before this episode is going to air. We have 843 reviews. So we got 43 within a week, which is amazing. Thank you all who left a review. That's so kind of you. So sweet. If you haven't yet, please do us a favor and review. Even if you can't review, just tap rate. And if you like the podcast, give us five stars. Just make sure you don't accidentally give one star if you don't mean to, because we have people who do that. And then I don't think you can take it back.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And so we're going to, as always, we're going to feature one of our latest reviews. The Food Heaven podcast is full of amazing guests and well-educated hosts. I'm so thankful to have this resource to cut through the noise of harmful diet and health advice offered out there. I have the added bonus of being one of Jess's nutrition clients, and I know what an amazing dietitian she is and how much she cares to do this work with integrity. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much.
2: I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, I really appreciate it. I'm like racking my brain trying to figure out, but also mentioning private clients, I am going to be taking on a couple new clients. So if you want to work with me as your dietitian long-term, I only work with people in six month increments, go to my website, jessicajonesnutrition.com slash consult, I believe it is. And you can set up a free consult call with me so we can kind of discuss your goals and see if it's a good fit. And my appointments will be bi-weekly on Tuesday. So again, jessicajonesnutrition.com. Now let's get into our episode. That was just kind of our housekeeping stuff. We wanted to chat about our latest article for Self Magazine that Wendy wrote. About foods that you didn't know that you could freeze, we figured this would be good to talk about, especially you know with the whole quarantine Corona crisis where people are staying at home more. I know people are kind of stocking up on more foods, so we figured we can kind of go through some of our favorite foods that we learned over the years you can freeze that may not be as obvious, and kind of some ways that you can use them in different recipes. So, Wendy, do you want to go ahead and start with your favorite couple of foods?
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: I'll feature
3: I'll feature some of the ones that I freeze most often, and I think. this is especially useful now because we want to limit the amount of time that we're spending outside. And so for a lot of these foods, they're, easily perishable and so you kind of have to go to the supermarket each week to re-up on them and so the good thing is that you know you can buy them in bulk if possible just throw them in the freezer that way you don't have to keep going out to the supermarket because that in and of itself is like a
2: horrible experience like and Trader Joe's (laughs) is doing the social distancing (laughs) thing in the line so the line is like blocks and blocks. It's like you have to stand six feet apart. Yeah,
3: especially with people being sometimes aggressive (laughs) in the supermarket. (laughs) Like the things that I've seen these past few weeks are just beyond me. And so, you know, I, for one, have been trying to limit uh, the amount of supermarket runs that I have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's jump into Foods. I would say the first one for me is cheese because I love cheese so much, and it's something that usually I buy on a weekly basis, but now I've just been buying a few bags um, and throwing it in the freezer. And specifically with cheese, you want to go for harder cheeses. I usually buy shredded cheese, so like mozzarella, a Mexican blend, cheddar. Any shredded cheese is usually good to throw in the freezer. You can also freeze like gorgonzola, feta. I don't know that I would recommend freezing ricotta. Maybe some of you have done it out there and it works well. But those softer cheeses, usually when you freeze them, it messes up the consistency and the texture. So I don't know that I would recommend freezing those. And all you have to do is when you're ready to use a new bag of cheese, you just thaw it out at room temperature for a few hours. Or you could leave it overnight in the fridge and it tastes pretty much the same. It's like just as delicious. It melts beautifully and you can add it to all of your dishes.
2: I was going to say, you can also freeze sliced cheese. Yeah. That's the main cheese that I freeze. Yeah. And Costco, I did an article for Self. If you guys have your computer and you want to look it up, it's about non-perishable foods from Costco that you can try and how I incorporate them. And one of them is this particular kind of cheese. I think it's like a, it's a special kind of cheddar. Anyways, it's sliced, but it has like the wax paper in between the slices, which makes it even easier when it's frozen because you can It's easier to separate it like that. So anyway, cheese is great. The next one that I'm going to mention, and this is another recipe on our website, we'll include it in the show notes, a DIY sofrito. So we have been making this for years. I feel like the first time I made this was probably in like 2010 when we first worked at the farmer's markets in New York City, and we had all this amazing produce. And what I would do is take an ice tray and make the sofrito and then put it in the different ice cubes, freeze it. And then when you want it as a base to a meal, you can kind of just saute it. And I promise you it tastes so, 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 so good. And it's so easy. So what I would add is things like cilantro, Chop red onion, tomato, garlic, red pepper, green pepper, lime, water, just blend all those in the blender or food processor and then pour it into your ice tray, freeze it and then use it as you need it. Mm,
3: I love that one. Along those lines, pesto, you can do the same thing with pesto and mm-hmm. put them in ice cubes, tomato sauces. I, you know, I live alone. And so for those of you that either live alone or live with one other person and things are going bad very quickly, you know, tomato sauces, like sometimes you use half of the can or half of the jar. You can, I literally just put the entire jar, whatever's left, in the freezer. And then I thaw it and I use it for pasta or for pizza or for, you know, whatever, any kind of stew. Same with hummus. It freezes really well. So if you see that you're not going to enjoy the entire container, you could just cover it up and put that in the freezer as well and then thaw it and enjoy it with pita or with crackers. Um, so yeah, sauces you, they sauces they generally freeze pretty well.
2: Do you thaw it in the fridge? Like for overnight or how do you do it? It depends. For all of these, like if I
3: wanna enjoy it that evening, I'll thaw it during the day. But then like if I wanna enjoy it the next day, I'll just leave it in the in the refrigerator overnight. Okay, so you thaw it on the
2: counter during the exactly. day. Exactly. Okay, got it. The next one that I discovered, what was it, maybe a year ago that has changed my life is tofu. I eat tofu at least once a week, but I also have a hard time like getting through a whole block of tofu for one meal. And obviously with tofu, I mean, if you've ever cooked with it, you know that usually it's submerged in water and it's a whole ordeal to resubmerge it. And so I was like, this is too much. A lot of it ends up going to waste. So freezing it has been incredible. And also With freezing it, if you chop it beforehand, it's another step that's kind of ready to go, you know, when you're making a meal. So you don't have to chop it as you go. It just, it makes it quicker and it also absorbs the flavor better for whatever reason I know there's a scientific reason I just can't remember what it is but tofu is incredible frozen so when you when you have a big thing of tofu chop it all at once use what you're going to use for the recipe and then freeze the rest in Tupperware and then use it when you need it
3: yum love it yeah I love frozen tofu it gives dishes like more texture more mm-hmm. of a chew Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Cool. So next up is pizza dough. And so if you buy pre-made pizza dough, that's totally cool. Like I know Trader Joe's, they have really great pizza dough. And you can just put that, put the little baggie in a Ziploc so that it's airtight and you can throw that into the freezer or you can make your own, which is what I do. Um, Ever since I've been making my own, I'm just like, okay, there's no going back. I I took like a pizza (laughs) class. Somebody gifted it to me for my birthday. And ever since then, I've been making my own piece of dough. It's been great. So, yeah, I just make the dough. I let it rise, all that good stuff. And then once it's ready, I put it in a Ziploc and I throw it in the freezer. And I usually make a few like a few doughs that will last me for the month. I just I leave it at room temperature so that it can soften up. I roll it out and it makes for a beautiful pizza.
2: That's actually inspiring me because we do Costco pizzas once a week. (laughs) The cauliflower ones that normally like cauliflower, I'm not that into, but these ones are really good and it's just so simple. But I like the idea of making the dough and then every week, because we do it on Fridays just as a lazy meal, then every week just kind of having different toppings and stuff. Mm. i want to do that.
3: Yeah, girl, I have a cauliflower um, pizza crust recipe on the site. You should check it out. Yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good.
2: Great. So the next thing that I didn't realize you could freeze until maybe a few years ago was bread and tortillas. Both of these foods are staples. However, they're things that I don't always like I won't always finish a whole thing of tortillas or a whole loaf of bread within like a week or two. And I always, you know, it ends up kind of going to waste or it ended up going to waste until I realized, wait a minute, I can buy a whole loaf or a whole bag of tortillas, take out what I need for the week and then freeze the rest. And with the bread and the tortillas, you can't taste any difference whatsoever. The way that I like to do it is take out what I need in the fridge for the week, have everything else in the freezer. Then when that starts to run low, restock my fridge portion of these things. Actually, but with the bread, you don't even have to do that. You could literally just take it out and toast it as you go. That's one thing I, I will also do. So whatever works best for you, depending upon how frequently you're eating these foods, I would absolutely recommend trying out freezing them.
3: Yeah, bread is one of my top foods to freeze. And actually, just this week, I made a batch of focaccia bread. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is it focaccia? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I made a whole batch. I did half and half. So I did half like olives, black olives. And then, yeah, I know I got real fancy. And then I did the other half with garlic. I mean, it was just so much of it. So I cut it up and I threw it in the freezer. And really, the reason why I did that is because, again, going back to hashtag savage People in the supermarkets, there was no bread, like no bread at all left Mm. in the supermarket. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to just have to make some bread because I do have the time. So (laughs) I made some bread and yeah, it freezes really well. I'm going to make that too. Where's the recipe? I'm going to share it with you. So, you know, like Bon Appetit, healthy-ish. They have a spinoff called Basically. And so they show you how to make just like really basic recipes like staples that you would cook at home. So one of them Mm -hmm. is, yeah, they have like a no need focaccia bread recipe that's super easy to make. I like gave it a shot and it turned out really delicious. So I'll, I'll actually post that recipe too in the show notes. So you can all check it out. All right. So next up is tomato paste. So y'all know how like you buy those cans of tomato paste and use a tablespoon and then the rest goes to waste. It just turns into molds. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Right. (laughs) Because we need all of the (laughs) we need all we need all of everything right now. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you scoop out a tablespoon of tomato paste and you wrap it in saran wrap or, you know, you could put it in like little jars if you have those at home and you just individually wrap them and use them as needed. And you can throw them into soups, into stews. Same goes for those chipotle peppers that come in the adobo sauce. You can individually wrap those peppers so that they don't go to waste. Because usually what happens is, I mean, you only need like one for a recipe and then you forget about the entire can and you end up throwing it away. So those are like two of my favorite things to pack and freeze.
2: I love all of those things. And I 100% agree with the chipotle and adobo and the tomato paste. It is something that before I saw you do the tutorial on Instagram stories, it would just go to waste and it would rot away. And it was such a shame. But now it's like, ooh, I have one in my freezer. Perfect. The next thing that I was going to mention is fresh fruit that you can freeze or buying frozen fruit, especially berries and vegetables. A lot of people overlook frozen, but frozen fruits and vegetables are frozen at the peak of freshness, meaning that they have all of their nutrition intact. And so in some cases, they actually have more vitamins and minerals than some of their counterparts that have been shipped from God knows where, God knows how long ago. So I love uh, doing the berries. They're also a lot cheaper. I buy a really big bag at Costco. I think it's like $11.79. That's, I think it's a five pound bag that can last for if you're having berries, a cup of berries every single day, it'll last you at least for a couple of weeks. And they also have like a ton of frozen fresh veggies as well. If you don't live at Costco... (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I actually live at Costco. If you don't go to Costco frequently, then you can get these things anywhere. Like most grocery stores, especially Trader Joe's, which is more um, accessible, I think, to more people in the U.S. They have veggies as well. And I'll get those too. So don't overlook the frozen section. I was also telling Wendy today that she was talking about going and buying garlic and it being sold out and having to go back. I was like, oh my God, you have to do the frozen garlic and ginger from Trader Joe's. That is hands down. If you only do one thing, I would do that. It's incredible. It's almost like a mini ice cube tray where you like pop out one at a time. One little thing of garlic is equivalent to one clove of garlic. And then I think the ginger is like equivalent to one half inch of ginger or one inch of square ginger. They taste so fresh. I wrote about them in a self story and I was like, it tastes like if you were to have gone to the farmer's market and got fresh garlic and then incorporated it into your meal, because I'm someone who's very picky about those kind of foods being super fresh. Check that out if you haven't already. And I promise you'll love it.
3: Yeah, I am definitely going to check it out because y'all <laughs> don't even know the scavenger hunt that I had to do to find me some (laughs) ginger and garlic. I know it sounds like it's like crazy in my neighborhood, but it kind of (laughs) is.
2: Where do you go to Trader Joe's? I mean, maybe you don't want to share, but I'm like, what Trader Joe's are we going to? Well, no, no,
3: no. This isn't a Trader Joe's because God oh. only knows. Like, Trader Joe's is in the city. So, and I'm in the Bronx. Yeah, that's
2: what I was saying. So, thinking.
3: and usually, like, I will go to Trader Joe's because, like, I work out. Sometimes I go into the city to work out and stuff. And so it's fine because it's on the way, but I'm not going into the city to go to Trader Joe's. So I just, I've been going to my local um, supermarket. But before, it- like, all this madness broke out, I did go to Trader Joe's. Things were already getting kind of crazy but it wasn't as bad as it is now and it was insane when I went like there was a line so Trader Joe's that I go to like there's two floors and there was a line to first of all there was a line around the block to get inside then there was a line (laughs) downstairs to get upstairs to like continue doing (sighs) your shopping it was crazy so yeah I've been going to like my local supermarket but yeah I mean I went pretty early yesterday I went at like 10 a.m. the shelves were were wiped out okay no garlic no ginger yeah. <laughs> so today I was like okay I'm gonna go to like you know the market that's a little more out the way it's like one of those small like produce markets and they're out here charging an arm <gasps> and a leg oh, okay no. for garlic and ginger and I'm just like really y'all you're really gonna charge this much for a sleeve of garlic whatever I I mean clearly I, that's I purchased Horrible. it, but yeah, next time I'll stock up on that frozen. Get that;
2: it'll last you forever. It is so easy; no smelly garlic hands anymore. You got to do it. Yeah, that's crazy. So here they're they're giving uh, doing limits on foods. So I don't know if they are doing that there. Where they sure like ain't. They of, should. Okay, it's like you can get two of these. You can get two of those. You can like you can't get more than two of most things. Mm, I, because I, mean, I think it was like that last week.
3: Yeah, it would be great if they implemented that here because it's insane. <laughs> like I was telling yeah. Jess, I paid like six dollars for a carton of eggs when I went to the supermarket mm. because that was all that was left. Like the really, really expensive eggs and same with like a lot of other foods. I was completely over it, which, again, ties into my whole point of like really trying to limit these supermarket runs. All right. So the last food that I am going to mention grains. Okay, frozen grains. So rice, quinoa. What I do is I cook them in batch and then I let them cool, throw them in like a Ziploc or a Tupperware and yeah, I mean, I use them throughout the month. Their freeze is really, really great. And all you have to do is like steam it. You can do it in a steamer or in the oven, even in the microwave. And yeah, it gets really soft and fluffy when you're ready to eat it.
2: I can also attest to the frozen grains, especially frozen rice. If you don't feel like cooking it, you can buy frozen from Trader Joe's and just keep it in your freezer. They're frozen brown rice, jasmine rice, and also quinoa are all very good. And again, that's something that I'm picky about because I've had the cardboard rice and I'm good. Right. All right. So that concludes this episode. We hope you guys found something that was helpful. At least one idea maybe that you can you know incorporate into your routine, especially all of you who are spending more time at home and make sure to connect with us. We would love to hear what you're doing. We're most active on Instagram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Facebook at Food Heaven Made Easy and on Twitter at Food Heaven Show. Yep. And our podcast
3: is released every Wednesday in each episode, we get into how to make lifelong changes that help you live a healthier, more balanced life. We also interview leading experts in the field of health and nutrition to pick their brains on how to cultivate a healthy life that you love. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.